This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Orioles get a 1 0 win over the Nationals. You got the Guardians Ooh. down 9 7 to the Reds at this point. Yeah. Meow, meow, no, uh, no Adley Rutschman hit for you. I mean, both parlays uh-huh. got busted because of the Orioles, so good job. Well, there you go. I, it's better to just blame the Orioles. Blame PJ's Orioles every single time. Hey, the A's are losing again. Anybody Anybody care? Anybody got about I don't A's? care, no. Yeah, no, nobody at all. Look at the Cubs, though. That's all that matters. 5 nothing right now over the Braves. Yep, and we're looking for some more insurance runs. Cubbies. Looking to make the postseason. More importantly, though, looking to make me a little bit of money tonight. Although making the postseason makes me money. And the good thing is, so the Brewers could actually clinch the NL Central tonight. Which then, unfortunately, I got some money coming out because I bet the Cardinals to win the NL Central. They're going to finish in dead last place. Should have known that. But uh, so the Brewers, though, down right now, they're trailing to those Cardinals. Cubs still with the lead. I still have 1.1% hope that the Cubs could win the NL Central if the Brewers lose every game the rest of the way and the Cubs go undefeated. So, hey, how about that, right? Very specific with 1.1%. Hey, yo! Yeah. The reason that I thought that this would be maybe a good bet is because Brooks Robinson, uh, their third baseman for the Orioles, died today at 86. So I thought it was like one of those situations where they were going to go out and pound the Nats uh, because of him. Speaking it's like of a PJ which, bet. Yeah, it's, it's a, like a mm-hmm. like a narrative it, bet. It actually mm-hmm. was concocted with PJ. So I'm glad that you guys sussed that out. Yeah, he yep. loves death yeah. bets. Yeah, he, yeah. he does. He, he really does. He's always like, yeah, you know, uh, I kind of like the Rockets tonight because... You know, little baby, uh, his 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 roadie died. He got shot, and James Harden's really close with them. And I'm like, whoa, this got dark on a Thursday, <laughs> but all yeah. right. So over 22 and a half points. That is that is all, baby. all too common with him. You yeah. know what? I guess whatever works, right? Some people have, uh, you know, their cat smack a balloon and it picks a team, and other people go with death bets. I guess it's just kind of the way that goes. All right, we've done our power rankings halfway through them so far. Go back and recap your top ten real quick, Ryan. All right, so uh, really quickly, as I uh, pull mine back up here, I got the Bills at number one because, I mean, I'm just, I'm not I'm not done to write off the Bills quite yet, guys. I just think that the Bills are a really good football team. There they are right there. Thank you. Uh, 49ers, number two. San Francisco, they don't really have a weakness. Um... They also haven't really played anybody yet, though. So let's see what happens when they get Philadelphia, when they get Dallas. Uh, The Chiefs, number three, because of the Chiefs. The Dolphins at number four, because they just hung 70, and they're much better defensively. And we haven't even seen Jalen Ramsey out there yet. Vic Fangio doing wonders for that defense, though. Uh, Number five, I got the Cowboys not ready to write them off, even though, obviously, like losing Trayvon Diggs is a huge loss, and you haven't really replaced them with anybody. Offensively, Dak, man, that really worries me. The picks, we can't have the bad interceptions. And we can't have four yards uh, per average on attempts either. I'm going to go with the Eagles 6, the Browns 7, the uh, Ravens 8, the Bengals 9, and the Chargers 10. The Bengals might be the team most in danger of falling out of the top 10. I think the Chargers are going to go on a little run here. I think the Chargers are going to be fine. But the Bengals are the team that concerns me with their injury burrow. And so uh, that's my top 10. Bills, Niners, Chiefs, top 3.
Nice. Yeah, we talked before, uh, right before break. I gave uh, 10 through 7. Uh, I got Browns at 10. Defensively, I just think that they're so good that they can get by by a stinky offense, really. And if Deshaun Watson gets back to where he was, they could be super, super dangerous. Lions offensively could keep up with anyone. If their defense can do what they did in the second half of last year, then, man, they could be dangerous as well. Bengals just can't write them off yet because you've got Joe Burrow, you've got Jamar Chase, you've got T. Higgins, you've got Joe Mixon, uh, you've got Tyler Boyd. So, I mean, this is an offense that should be really good, even with Joe Burrow. Can't put him in the top five, though, because of his injury. Defensively, they've got huge question marks as they lose Jesse Bates. Last week, though, against the Rams, they look really good, especially against the run. Kyron Williams didn't really do anything at all, so put them at eight. Ravens at seven. I think they're going to make some moves on the defense. Ryan said right before the break ended that uh, Kyle Van Noy did tweet a devil emoji, so maybe he is going to end up with the Ravens. Purple devil. Purple devil. I like mm. that. Yeah. And Roquan Smith continues to be worth uh, every penny. Highest graded starting inside linebacker right now for the season. You know that you've got a bunch of injuries, uh, on the, in, especially in the running back room, so you can't put him in the top five. I like the Ravens in terms of what their upside is. I need to see more before I put them uh, in those top spots. Cowboys, I thought, might be the best team in the league. And then you lose the Cardinals. So they dropped to me from two or three down to six. Just a terrible loss. An overlook a team kind of a loss, which you don't want from a team that's got yeah. title aspirations. You yeah. can't overlook anyone. We know that. Secondary looked terrible without digs. He was the 62nd most targeted in the cor- in, uh, corner in the NFL last year. He shut down an entire half side of the field, and now he is gone. It was evidence that the Cardinals could just spray the ball anywhere they wanted. Uh, and Dak Prescott knew that it's a wake-up call. He looked terrible in certain spots. Offensively, they could have done much more. Gallup has gotten better. I think that they have room to grow. I'm not re- willing to write him off, but ba- man, was that loss a big like wake-up call. Bills? They looked good. They, uh, the week one loss is still in my head. Josh Allen's mistakes still in my head. The kicking for me is a huge high point. Tyler Bass now is seven for seven, including two fifty yarders. We know how important it is in that le- in this league. Really hard to believe that the Bills won thirty seven to three, and still had maybe the fourth best game of the weekend. I just don't think they're. I can't put them where Ryan did as number one, just because of what we know in terms of what they've done. Defensively, they are getting a lot much, a lot more pressure with Leonard Floyd, but they still are for five for me. I'm gonna need to see more than just last game. Chiefs, I I know that you could probably put the Chiefs number one every single every single week just based on their history alone. Their leading receiver is Justin Watson though, seven for 150 yards this whole season. He is their leading receiver. Travis Kelsey is he dating Taylor Swift? Is it a business move? I don't care. Still has a hyperextended knee. Looks much better. Much much better defensively. The Chiefs are nasty with Chris Jones back. Gonna need gonna need a little bit more. Karloftis has recorded at least three pressures in every game this season, and he has nearly doubled his pressure rate right now, which is fifteen percent compared to his rookie year. And right now, I know that this is like one of Ryan's stats that he likes. Kansas City right now leads the league in pass block win rate. So if you're talking oh, yeah. about what the Chiefs can do with a bunch of nobodies, uh, that's a, a, an important stat. Uh, Eagles for me are number three. 
I don't feel like Ryan does in terms of that they feel like they're missing anything. It kind of just feels like they're hanging out until the postseason. And maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. But defensively, these guys are monsters. Jalen Carter right now, highest graded interior defensive lineman in the NFL. Third highest graded defender overall. That's insane. Covey, you know how, how much I like Covey. 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 291 punt return yards. First in the NFL. DeAndre Swift is a monster. They've got a bunch of backs who can kill you in many ways. Yes, we're getting too much Gainwell, but I do not care. Jalen Hurts is going to continue to run the ball himself, and they've just got a lot of weapons on the outside. Like, is it going to be Devontae Smith? Is it going to be A.J. Brown? Who knows? Niners, I don't think, like you said, Ryan, I don't think they have any flaws. Brock Purdy, this is how insane that the Niners are. Mike Florio told Peter King today that the only reason that he's giving Brock Purdy a wait-and-see grade is because of his name. That he doesn't have a name of a franchise quarterback. Which, by the way, Purdy is one of the top gun manufacturer names in Britain. So if if Glock Purdy isn't a nickname that you're thinking about, uh, I don't know what is. And then the two Javons, Kinlaw and Hargrave, are tied for number one in quarterback hurries this year with 10 each. And Bosa is next with nine. So they have the top three quarterback rushers in the NFL right now. And offensively, they got a ton of weapons. And then number one, maybe it's trendy, maybe it's not. I've got the Dolphins. Offensively, I don't know how you stop them. They put up 70 points, 726 yards, and they didn't even have Jalen Waddle. They're averaging 30 points and almost 500 yards. That's ridiculous. So I don't know even what you do with Devon Achan now. Like, I don't know what you do with Raheem Mostert. We said this running back core maybe wasn't very good. I lied. That was that's not that's not the case. Miami now recording the five fastest offensive plays in the NFL. The game is just out of hand, and I think Tua right now is an MVP candidate. He's leading. I think he has the shortest odds there. So as long as everybody's healthy, I think that they win the division, and I think they're a, a real candidate for Super Bowl. And I guess the Dolphins aren't a candidate for uh, Jonathan Taylor anymore, right? I think we're probably good with that. I think it's, yeah, I think they don't even make that move. I think you don't rock the boat at this point, I wish what that yeah. Dolphins looks like. If, if, like if, if Nick Chubb didn't get hurt, I would be really... Uh, Really, really involved in Cleveland futures yeah. right now. Super Bowl futures. Yeah, and Cleveland, Cleveland for me is number ten from my power rankings. I can't believe I'm even saying this, given the way they looked the first couple of weeks. But the fact now that we saw Deshaun Watson at least look like a capable quarterback, completed 82 percent of his passes against the Titans week by week. I don't know what that Titans defense is, but clearly right now it's a team that will give up 82 percent of passes, you know, to Deshaun Watson. But like you got the Ravens and 49ers up next, so those are going to be tests for the Browns. But their defense could be the best in the league. I mean, in terms of uh, total defense, they are the best in the league right now. So even if Deshaun Watson's up and down week by week, there's a lot of teams in the top 10 that have some inconsistency. So I'm going the Browns, number 10. And I'm going the Lions at number 9. I love that offensive line, and we know how dangerous that that offense is as a whole. If you're giving Jared Goff time, he's playing really smart football. He doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. We watch that streak just come to an end. So if you're going to continue to have that offense with those weapons and Jared Goff playing good football, I mean, you're going to make things work. I mean, they didn't even allow a touchdown, and they gave up 183 yards of offense, and they sacked Desmond Ritter seven times. In week three, I know Desmond Ritter's not great, but they still took that that def- they took that offense for the Falcons as a whole, including their run game, including Bijan Robinson, who I would have loved to have gone over ninety-seven and a half uh, rushing and receiving yards. Didn't happen. That would be because of the Lions' defense. So they, if they can do things on both sides of the football, they're going to continue to climb. I understand the Bengals started off zero and two, but I'm putting the Bengals in here at number eight because for one. Yes, Joe Burrow's calf has been an issue. Yes, that's going to be something that they're going to have to think about now moving forward, and it's going to be something we're all thinking about week by week, whether you want to bet on the Bengals or not. The defense stepped up. They allowed the Rams to convert one, one third down out of 11 attempts, and they sacked Matt Stafford six times last night. They kept Puka Nakua quiet. 
Tutu Atwell was quiet. They struggled. This team's already been in a position where they've been 0-2 before. I'm looking at, yes, what that roster has done together in the past. And, yes, I'm throwing also in some injuries that are there. But if that defense can come out and continue to play at least close to what they did against the Rams, when you slowly start to get a little bit more of a rhythm offensively and on top of that, Joe Burrow starts to look like Joe Burrow. Hopefully the calf at least gets a little better. This team's going to be right back where they were. I'm putting the Ravens in at number seven. The offense is still clearly coming together, but my God, considering where they are right now, even after that loss to the Colts with all of the injuries that they've had again, it's like the Bengals know how to deal with an 0-2 start, just like the Ravens know how to deal with 50% of their roster getting hurt by week three. Like That's kind of where they are. But you do have to at least look at, okay, you got four fumbles. They lost two of those against Indianapolis. They're going to have to pick that up. They're going to drop in these rankings if they look again like they did against the Colts. I'm putting the Cowboys in at number six. Look, sometimes there's recency bias, right? I'm not ready to sit here and throw this whole team away as much as I would love to. I can't do it after one week against the Cardinals team that's going to be scrappy this entire season. The issue for the Cowboys is not defense. It's red zone offense. They're 27th in touchdown percentage right now. They can't score in the red zone. They converted 71% of their red zone trips into touchdowns last year. Like, this is a team that's got to be better in the red zone. And on top of that, Dak threw the ball 40 times. The Cowboys are now 7-15 and when Dak Prescott throws the ball 40 or more times. They've got to pull back off that. They've got to make sure Tony Pollard has more carries. And you're going to need the defense to create some extra possessions. They've got to get back to that again. I do think this will be some semblance, at least, of a wake-up call for them. The Bills come in at number 5 for me. The Jets woke them up. Like, I know it's still in your head, Trista, and rightfully so. It's still in mine, too. But I have watched a team now with a pass rush that's dominant. Maybe what they also did to my commanders is also in my head. So there's some of that that also maybe moves them to this spot too. But that pass rush is absolutely dominant. And Josh Allen's learning to control this game a little bit. If he can stop trying to play hero ball, stop trying to be Brett Favre, and start realizing that throwing in double coverage 50 yards down the field is not going to result in anything good 99% of the time, this team is going to be really, really good and maybe finally have a chance to get back to the Super Bowl. The Eagles haven't come close to reaching their potential. I'm putting them at number four. That dominant defensive line is just... I mean, it's fun to watch. It really is. DeAndre Swift adding this new dynamic to the run game that they have now. I love DeAndre Swift. The fact that the Lions let him go, I know they didn't like his running style. I don't know what you can't like about his running style. Find yourself a power back to go with it. The kid is unbelievable. The secondary's been injured. It's been an issue. So some of it you throw into, all right, they're dealing with some of those injuries. Then I go in here at the Chiefs at number three. The offense looks better, fewer drops. They're sixth in total defense right now. They allowed 203 total yards to the Bears. And, you know, the competition could certainly be better, but they're the defending champs. Some of it you have to throw in. You have Patrick Mahomes. This team just won the Super Bowl. Early on in the season, we're playing some of that game a little bit where you have to look at big picture. What does this roster look like? What's their potential? Number two for me is the Miami Dolphins. There's a potentially historic offense. 70 points. It's flashy. I get it. They're the Lamborghini of the NFL right now. But vroom, vroom. they can outscore literally any team. But the problem is defensively for the Dolphins. They're 21st in points allowed. They're 23rd in total defense. They're 20th against the pass. So, yes, they're not going to put up 70 points every single week. They can score a lot, but if we're talking about team, I'm not taking the Lamborghini of the NFL. I'm taking the Toyota 4Runner. Dependable in all weather, dependable in all types, year-round. 49ers balanced on both sides of the ball. 30-plus points in all three games. Brock Purdy will have a damn quarterback name at some point. They're third in total defense, fifth in points. His quarterback rating's 106. They've won 13 straight regular season games. 
games going back to last season. Give me the 49ers in there at number one. And I love Brock Purdy, damn it. He's proven everybody <laughs> wrong. That's what it's all about. Those are our power rankings. It's BetMGM Tonight.